Do you consider yourself normal? Then this is not the show for you. Please go somewhere else. This is WYRD. If it's getting weird, it's got to be the Weird Mountain Gals show. You're listening to Byron and Alicia, the Weird Mountain Gals. Ring, ring, ring. 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 Hello? 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 The good one. <laughs> you sound a little caffeinated. It's been a day, and now I'm just drinking a cup of tea. Not caffeinated hardly at all. A little bit. Same here. I'm kind of trying to wean myself a little bit from caffeine. I doubt I'll ever get all the way off of it, but trying to wean myself some. Well, I tell you, for me, it's the sugar. I'd stay on caffeine all day long if I could break my sugar habit, which I do. About every six months, I go cold turkey, and I'm off sugar, and it's all wonderful for maybe about a month or six weeks. And then I go, hmm, I'm sure I could have just this little tiny cookie and nothing. Bam! Yeah, this one small piece of chocolate. That's awful. Awful. I know. I know. Believe me, I do. That's my big addiction is sugar. I love it. And I'll never forget being told, it's been 20 years ago at least, about how certain blood cancers love to feed on blood sugars. Uh And, And I remember when dad first got sick, he was craving, he was craving ice cream at the time. And the second time he got sick, he craved watermelon, which is like very sugary. Mm-hmm. So, and he it makes just, me think of summertime. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I've been thinking of? Yeah. Well, I've been in such a mood for spring. And then the weather guy decided he was going to ruin my day. But honestly, I had a feeling it was coming anyway, because the animals are going crazy for food right now. Have you noticed? Yeah, I have. We had uh, we had the hawk uh, the hawk here, and then we had the crow family that lives in the back. They were all like, "Are you gonna feed me? Feed me? Why aren't you feeding me? I need some food. Feed me. Feed me. Feed me." Uh, what do you feed them? Uh, I've been feeding the crows on the recommendation of my friend Sam, plain popcorn with no salt and you know nothing on it, just plain popped popcorn, uh-huh. and they like that. Nice. I gotta be careful because you know we got all kinds of critters around here, bears and foxes and deer and all that. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, And rats and groundhogs and possums and raccoons and all those things that if you put some food out, they're gonna come from miles to eat that stuff. You are not kidding. Did I tell you? Have I? I don't know if I talked to you since since the deer family showed up. No, you have not. Oh, my gosh. How many were there? Three that I am sure of. And then I think there was maybe another one in the back in the woods part. But it was dark and we opened up the back door and stepped outside. And it was a huge, I'm sure it was male, male deer, but it didn't have any antlers. Uh Uh-huh. Well, they Uh usually don't this time of year. No antlers. But there was a female deer beside it. And then a little baby deer came trotting out of the background there. So those three were a family. 
And he was looking on the table where I feed the crows. Mm-hmm. Yep. So that was oh, it was so beautiful. And they actually stayed a little while. I was kind of shocked and I just stopped and took in a breath. And they mm-hmm. stayed a little while and then they kind of slowly walked back towards the woods. And I'm pretty sure that's where I saw at least another one. It was so pretty. Well, yeah, they're pretty all right. But I'm telling you what, when there's a garden back there, you're not going to love them. I'm not going to love them. You know, when there's a garden back there, I won't be feeding the crows back there. most (laughs) Because I know that's exactly what it is. They can tell. Yeah, yeah. I just want to keep the food off the ground because that's such an invitation for every varmint, including, and I hate to even give you this news. Including, yeah, the new groundhog. Yeah, it is a, it is a, it, I don't even know what to say because they are just the bane of my existence. So when people talk about, oh, oh, there's foxes in the neighborhood. Oh, there's coyotes. Oh, it's all terrible. I just think, you know what? Foxes and coyotes are not going to eat my damn garden they're not yeah and they're but they are going to eat the groundhogs and the voles and damn squirrels and all those other things that are always eating my so i am in alliance with coyotes and foxes yeah yeah uh the foxes will not tear into your carrots you know they They will will not not. Uh -uh. well you know what this one's going to be eating don't you what I called the yard man and he got riled up a little bit about it. And he has one of those big old live traps and he's going he's to put some apples in there, I believe. And the varmint shall be relocated. Uh, for now. For now. Yeah. <laughs> well, and bless him. Thank you. Thanks to the Gomez. Yeah. Yes. The best yard man ever. He got right head up about it. <laughs> well, I can understand it. What I get head up about today, I was so mad, I could barely stand myself. And Joe got me all riled up about something the city had done. Because, you know, I'm oh. I'm now about to declare mortal enmity with the city. Because they just keep doing the stupidest damn stuff. What are they doing this time? Oh, I, we've got a little bitty corner garden at the front of our neighborhood that's mm-hmm. got the sign for the neighborhood. And it's got a planting on it. And somebody came by and cut down all of the shrubs. Just cut them down to the ground. What? Cut them down to the ground. And my first thought was, I bet the damn city did that. Uh, so we're trying to find out now who did it because we have our neighborhood has, we have the, the right to, to do that, to, to keep it cleaned up and planted and all that stuff. Yeah. So now we're, uh, we're being super sleuths. We're do, doing the Sherlock thing to find out who ordered that stuff to be cut down. Cause I want to know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and find out where the breakdown was, who were they supposed to contact? How much notice were they required to give you all? Because I'll bet they were. Nobody knew a damn thing about nothing. 
Well, somebody went by there and said, well, that shrubbery sure, sure could use some work. Blah, blah, blah. I think I'll call and complain to the city. And the parks and rec people came by and went, well, we just cut that stuff down. I hope that is not what happened, but I suspect so. Well, I wonder if anybody in your neighborhood, if you have the modern equivalent of Gladys Kravitz, who might have taken a photograph of the of the truck or something like that. If you could find out who actually did the cutting, then you could well, find yeah. out from them who told them to. But that's what we've been doing. You know, I posted on our um, Facebook page and I sent some notes to some different people to see if anybody saw anything. Hmm. Oh, you know, it's just me. I just get, I get pissy about stuff. I'm pissy about that. I'm pissy about this damn developer. Oh, uh, over in Richmond Hill. Oh, I saw. Uh, yeah. That's got me so angry. Yeah. I'm mad at something in Woodfin. I'm mad at something in Malvern Hills. I am so What's mad. What's going on in Malvern Hills? Oh, just more crap, more developer crap. I'm yeah. mad about what's happening on Charlotte Street where they're going to tear down a bunch of historic homes so they can put in a bunch of crap. Oh, so I'm it's, sure. It's just me. It's well, just me. All that stuff makes me just inappropriately angry. I don't know that's inappropriate at all. I mean, I'm irritated by it too. I don't even know where they could put any more development in Malvern Hills. And the city is always, always not giving a crap about the, the historic homes along their retail corridors. I mean, nothing is more important than a shoebox shape building that they can get X amount of tax revenue from. And those damn cracker box houses on stilts, Ugh. they make me crazy. I know. I've, I've never been inside of one and I hope that they are beautiful and the people who live there adore them and they are making a lovely home for their families. But damn, those are so ugly. I can't stand it. Oh, it's just, it is a blight, but I don't know what to say. I don't blame them for wanting to be here, but these developers. I, I just, I don't, I, uh, that is the sound of me being speechless about all of it <laughs> because it's just, it's just too much. And the, and the damn city manager and the damn city council need to decide that the people in this community are important. Well, and they need to quit ignoring neighborhoods and pay some damn attention. And maybe even put in some infrastructure. Imagine that. Imagine the shocking notion of investing money in infrastructure. What? You're talking radical now. I'm having a pipe dream, you know. <laughs> You're talking crazy talk. I'm talking What's wrong with her? She's crazy. Infrastructure? <laughs> what? Fix the damn potholes? What? I don't even... What, a crosswalk? Well, yeah, we're going to put a crosswalk there, but it's scheduled for 2027. Right. What? Right. Well, you know, it could be 1978, and the attitude could be, what's that you say, little lady? You're using some big words, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> aren't you? I love it. You're so cute when you're angry. Yeah. <laughs> As the lightning comes off your fingertips. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, well, we were going to have a nice episode about weather. 
And here we are. Talk, well, so that sort of segue, though, lightning is kind of weather, sort of. Kind of, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. I don't blame you for being mad about it. It's sad when it's unchecked growth. I mean, it's 2021. We should know better and we should know do a better job of dealing with things. And I know what people are thinking, and that's, what have you ever done? And my answer is, you know what? I've done enough right well, and, now, and I continue to. People say, well, but people want to live here, and there's not much housing stock. Well, then they can't damn live here. Well, they got to live somewhere else. If they can't get a house here, then they're going to have to go move somewhere else. Right. Or, summers. or maybe they should try using some of these homes that already exist, or maybe they should put some, you know, multifamily dwellings in some of these empty box retail stores that they love to build more and more of. They're building these things that look like boxes to put retail in, and they've got all these other things that are empty that look just like boxes that retail used to be in, and it's just wasting space. Well, I'm telling you right now, that damn Kmart on Patton Avenue, they've been talking about doing housing there since it closed. Yeah. How many years ago was that? So that's been a while. Because we got to do a study. We got to hire somebody from out of town to be the consultant. We got to do all this stuff. Well, damn, do we not have contractors here in Asheville, North Carolina? I just don't get why it takes so damn long. And if somebody listening to this works for planning and zoning or whoever the hell makes these decisions, give me a damn call. I'd love to talk to you. I'd love to hear how this process, oh, but it's six months here and it's 12 months here. Well, maybe what we need to do is work on shortening the damn process. Yeah. So the things to get done that you've already said you were going to do. Right. I'm sorry. We were going to talk about weather, and it's beautiful today. It is sunny. I'm sitting in my kitchen. The sun is shining in my face. I'm here like a little lizard woman, feeling the warmth from the sun. Mm. You're all primal today. Lizard woman in the sun. That's right. I'm relaxing in the sun, and I'm shaking my fist. It's local government. So is that a window that you can look out and see, like, birds and stuff from? No, this is a window I can look out and see the third oldest river in the world and that damn brewery across the river. Uh That's the window. Uh Now, see, now you just, you got me on. Here we go. Again. Anyway, but so we're having this day. It's been cold today, but it's been very bright, just a little bit windy. And now what is we get an ice storm at midnight? Is that what yeah, I'm hearing? Yeah, yeah. And you know, I was outside a little bit today and the ground is soaked. Absolutely oh, soaked. Yeah. So oh, when it goes below freezing, it's gonna it's just gonna be ice. And my good friend Mitch, who is a bit of a weather hobbyist, he mm-hmm. keeps track of this stuff. And he just posted today a Facebook memory from exactly six years ago. And it was uh, a photograph and some information about the ice storm that we had the night before. And so we had a half inch of ice the night before. And they are predicting that we're going to get up to an inch of ice. They're not talking about snow at all. They're just talking about ice. 
So, I don't even want to think about it. Nope, it's not good. And even though it's not good, there's still plenty of places in the country that are doing worse than us right now. Man. Oh, my gosh. I've been checking in the past two days with friends in Texas and Louisiana and yeah. Arkansas and all those places, and they just they just weren't ready for this. Mm, no. And part of that was because their elected officials don't believe in infrastructure, just like ours don't. Right. And no, Texas does not need, uh, every town in Texas does not need an army of snowplows. That's not what I'm saying. Right. But I mean, this mess with their electrical grid, they they did that. They did that. Yep. They decided they didn't want to be part of the national grid because somebody might tell them what to do. Well, I don't like people telling me what to do either. But damn, if my people are cold and they're dying of they're freezing to death in their own homes. And I'm having to get, I'm having to go to Mexico, who I insult constantly. I'm having to go there to bum a little bit of electricity. That's just ridiculous. It is ridiculous. But from what I understand, and I don't know if we should go here or not. I may have to edit this out. But from you may have to edit it out. Yeah. From what I understand, it's getting blamed on the other side. Oh, of course the, it is. Oh, yeah. If it wasn't for all this wind and solar and stuff. Oh, yeah. oh no. The windmills froze. Well, you know where else they have goddamn windmills? Wisconsin. <laughs> now, do their windmills freeze when it gets cold? I doubt it. Seriously. Well, and they so, also have a lot of them in Switzerland. And we all know that uh -huh. there's a little bit of snow in Switzerland. Yeah, maybe a little bit. A little bit, a little bit of cold weather. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So, yeah. What can you say? Mercury retrograde is what you could say. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I was the guest on a, a podcast last night. And I thought it was going to be on Facebook Live. Yeah. But it, but it wasn't. It was through some kind of weird, uh, no, I don't know if it was weird, but some sort of r online radio station. So, so the, the host said, sent me a link, as they always do, send you a link. You just click on it, and then you're in the room. Well, right. that has worked. That works all the time. I mean, right now, we just did that. Right. You sent me a link. I clicked on it, and now we're Zooming. Zoom, mm -hmm. zoom, zoom. zoom so zoom. he sent me that, and I, I thought, well, I'll do it with my computer because um, that way it's a little bigger format, larger format. And so it, my computer said, nope, I'm not doing that. And I was like, what do you mean? And Chrome said, no, no, you can enter, but not with a camera or microphone. And I thought, well, that's not going to be very helpful. For anybody. <laughs> so I'm, I'm texting this host and going, it won't let me in. And, he, and he'd send me another link. Well, try this link. Try this link. None of the links would work. And I said, hang on. I'm, I'm going to try it on my phone. So I tried it on my phone and my phone said, no, 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 ma'am. You ain't doing that. And I was like, damn it. So, and I sent him, I said, well, okay, this is not working with the phone. And I said, this is just mercury retrograde. So then I get my little, what do you call it? My little net, netbook thing. Yeah. And, and I go, I'm just, I got, I got the third device. I'm going to try it with the third device. So I tried it with that. And again, it said, nope, nope, it's not going, it's not happening. It's not happening. And he just keeps sending me links. Just uh. if you click on here, it'll take you right in. No, it will not, sir. I'm really <laughs> sorry. So he finally found something. I, oh, I think he finally did maybe go Facebook Live. 
and I was on my phone and I turned off my laptop and I used the back of the laptop to hold up my phone <laughs> and couldn't oh. connect with my phone. It's the craziest damn thing. And it worked out? Sort of. We were supposed to start at seven and we got started, I think, about 7.25. Oh, wow. <laughs> and by then, I don't think there was much of an audience. And then his computer went out about halfway through and he just disappeared, but it was still recording. So I just kept talking. <laughs> but you know me, I just kept talking. <laughs> Mercury retrograde. Leave yes. your equipment at home if you can. <laughs> That's the first thing I learned about it was, was leave your equipment at home if you can. I remember that. <laughs> Golly. So bless his heart. He really... He did everything he could, and we we did a little something, but and we mostly because he's out in Iowa. We mostly talked about corn and farming. Oh, <laughs> I thought we were going to talk about my book, but hell yeah, I'll talk about corn. Let's talk about corn. Let's talk about corn. Let's talk about sex, baby. I remember that song <laughs> from what about 1990, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I had a friend who's who was a sibling he he was a he he was the big brother and he had a little sister and unfortunately his mother passed away and it fell to him to have the talk with his sister and he he could not figure out what he was going to say he was really awkward he called me and we talked about it a little bit and he ended up the way that he did it is he just he came dancing into the living room singing that song one afternoon to her let's talk about sex baby let's talk about you know <laughs> that was my first exposure to that song and I have no idea why I just told you that <laughs> no I love, I love it though and it reminds me we've been watching Bridgerton have you caught any of that no what is that it's a it's set in the really early 1800s and it's one of the Shonda Rhimes shows uh, and it has a really mixed uh, an ethnically racially mixed cast so it's really interesting oh, cool. um, and oh oh and the 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 young one the young like star woman was complaining to her mother if you had just prepared me for what would happen with marriage I mean my real role not my role as a hostess or whatever and her mother's just looking horrified like well I couldn't have talked to you about that and she was saying you know the physical aspects of marriage and the mother is just horrified and I thought and you know what that has not changed in 300 years really you think it hasn't changed at all oh maybe it has a little bit but mamas don't want to talk about that I mean, I talked to my daughter about it, but most mamas are like, oh, no, here's a book. Here, have a booklet. Yeah, I got a booklet. Yeah, I got a booklet. Well, and we rely on the public school system to uh, educate our kids too, don't we? Yeah, to tell them all the, and they may learn all the scientific stuff about it, <laughs> but not understand that, you know. The relational aspect of it. Yes, and the pleasure part of it that yeah. should be there, but well, you know. Well, and yes, sometimes it ain't. Did you ever get a feeling? Of course, you know I can't speak for any other place in the world except for here, but there was always kind of an undercurrent of of se sexuality. I'm just gonna say it uh, around here. In my opinion, this place. I don't know. It's uh, there always just has been this that is what I've noticed. Wait, we'll probably have to edit that out because it didn't make any sense. But 
No, it does, but I don't know if that's just because of when I came of age, because I'm older than you. And when I, I came of age, we it was something we talked about a lot and practiced a lot and yeah. all of that. But yeah, there is a kind of, there's a kind of a, I don't know, that's a really good way to put it. A kind of a... Um, and sexual undercurrent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I have wondered if it's because, well, but this is just a me thing. So I'm just going to say it, though. I've wondered if, if what it has to do with this specific chain of mountains, this place that we're in. And now I'm pretty sure I will edit that out because I don't want people to understand that about these mountains because then they'll oh, keep coming yeah. and they'll keep building those <laughs> houses. <laughs> Sorry. Those damn houses. Hey, yeah, I get it. I do. I really do get it. I really do. Okay. Weather. Back to weather. Well, here's what I was wondering, because you had mentioned in the pre-show about weather, and it made me think, were there weather signs about ice coming? And I don't ever remember any of those. Do you? To be warned about ice? Oh, boy. Yes and no. Because what I mean by that is... I remember my dad saying some stuff, but I can't remember exactly what he said. Yeah. Now, my dad was the weather guru. His job was tied to knowing how to predict the weather because a large part of what he did was decide which crews were going to go out and do which work on which days. And they got paid by that. Mm -hmm. And so it was like a big deal for him to know how to predict the weather. And we spent a lot of time talking about weather issues, you know, weather, ways to predict the weather and stuff. But mostly what he would talk about would have to do with moisture or non. And when storm systems would be moving in. So, like, I think the most famous weather saying is probably the one that is uh, red sky at night, sailors yeah. delight. Red sky in the morning, sailors take warning. You know oh, that yeah, one? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. In fact, I said that then, uh, last night when we yeah. had a red sky. Yeah, and then clear moon, frost yeah, soon. Yeah. And then there was the one about... When chimney smoke descends, yes. nice weather ends, rain before seven, it's okay by 11, I remember that one, and ring around the moon, do you remember that one? Yep, three days weather change. Yep, yep, and my dad went on to say that he would count the stars inside the ring of the moon. Yes, yes, I remember each star would be uh, one day. So that would tell you how far out your rain system was. And they would also look at the tree leaves. There were certain trees 
dogwoods were one is some of the low lying trees and if it was the time of year when the tree would have a leaf then if the leaves were turned up that would be a predictor of the weather that it was coming. yes oh yeah um like uh poplars especially poplars and maples when the leaves turned up it meant that rain was on the way on the way yeah and then yeah. there's uh the lightning one, although I don't know if this is weather, it's not. It's just we would count the heartbeats to see how far away the storm was, you know. Yes, how, yes. Uh, well, I mean, that's, that's kind of predicting where the, where the weather is, I guess. Yeah. So as I got older, I was really interested in it, too. And, and as Dad got to retirement age, he, he really took to reading about it and just he really got a big interest in the weather at the coast and also uh -huh. the weather here so it's like when when there's going to be a snowstorm or ice or something man my family would go into gear the phones would burn up between between houses and stuff and it'd be you know have you got food are you this and da 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 da, da and talk about the size of it and what it's going to be and what we would think about it and blah, blah, blah. It was, he was fascinated by it. I love and it. I guess me too, by default, we all kind of were. <laughs> anyway, as, as, as I got older, I started looking into some of the science behind it. Uh huh. And that was just as fascinating. And that, I mean, I find that more and more that the stuff that, comes to us as uh, as our received knowledge about things mm -hmm. um it's there's often a scientific thing a scientific part of it that makes perfect sense it does it does well those those sayings well like red sky in the morning sailors take warning that has to do with the moisture in the sky at the time that the sun comes out at a certain angle and that's yeah. what changes the color of the sky. And this is, and it would be, you know, one factor in several that make up the weather forecast for the day. Yeah. And the same thing with the, uh, with the ring around the moon. And I remember understanding finally that when the smoke descends, that one, when the mm -hmm. smoke, the, wet, the nice weather ends, that's because the pressure is dropping. Yes, yeah, yeah, it's, it's barometric stuff. Yeah, and the one with the leaves that roll up, um, those trees are all low trees to the ground. And the mm -hmm. leaves are all kind of thin leaves, and that's where the air is coming straight down, hitting the ground and bouncing back up and curling the know. leaves. Isn't it fascinating? I think so. So they had an understanding that is was, they, that's how they interpreted what they saw and science is, is another, we have a set of methods to interpret what we see, what we experience. So if the two things do not disagree with each other, they don't. No, not at all. Mm -mm. No, it makes me appreciate my, my ancestors. It does. Me too. It really does. It does. But, but still I have, I don't know of any signs, and this would be a nice thing to ask our listeners. 
did you grow up or do you know any sort of weather signs that portend ice? Because I don't. I mean, there were general uh, bad weather is coming sort of things, but not specifically ice. And I want to know what that, I want to know about that. Yeah, I don't, I can't exactly remember anything about just ice. And I think that today's weather forecasters understand when it's going to be ice versus snow because they kind of have a, a micro view of weather. They can, they can say, okay, at 6 p.m. this is going to happen. At 7 p.m. this is going to happen. So that's, that's so accurate that they can, that's how they know is what I feel. I don't know what the old timers would have thought. No, um, me either. I'm, I'm just curious. Yeah, I know. My dad would talk about the temperature of the ground a lot and, and how, what a huge difference that made. Yeah, well, that makes sense, doesn't it? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It does, and, and when you're hunting mushrooms, that's got everything to do with when certain things are going to be busting out of the ground. Yeah, yeah. You got to have a ground temperature of X amount for like three days in a row for certain spores and to come up over the uh, out of the ground. Oh, God, just saying it, just saying it. Ooh, you we just got so a little Yes, I did. We are close. We're getting so close. Uh, you know, did you ever know guys who are hunters and certain time of the year would come along and they'd get a look in their eyes and you it was just a far away look and you knew that they were thinking about getting out in the woods and hunting for whatever it was that they wanted to hunt. Almost deer season. Almost deer season, or the fishermen, same thing with the fishermen. I totally am that person for certain mushrooms. I know you are, girl. You are the morel woman. Oh, I feel it. I feel it. I do. I feel it in my bones. I'm ready. This is the year. <laughs> Get ready. It's going to be morel omelets, morel quiche, morel pizza, morel casserole. We're going to eat them sautéed and fricasseed and you name it. Bacon sautéed, days on shrimp kebabs, shrimp creole, shrimp gumbo, pan fried, deep fried, stir fried. There's pineapple shrimp, lemon shrimp, coconut shrimp, pepper shrimp, shrimp soup, shrimp stew. Shrimp salad, shrimp and potatoes, shrimp burger, shrimp sandwich. That's that's about it. <laughs> Dried. It'll be wonderful. It'll be wonderful. We'll sprinkle them on ice cream. Selby <laughs> <laughs> came up. I guess he he'd been somewhere not too long ago and went to get himself a beer and he found a mushroom beer. Oh my gosh. Really? Yeah. He said it was really good. That's what, nice. <laughs> I don't what, kind of, what kind of mushrooms was it? I would let me look and see because he told me and, and I remember thinking, cause I was drifting off to sleep when the text came in and uh, I remember thinking, well, okay, let's see here. It was, there we go. It's called Shroom 
Imperial. Imperial stout with lion's mane and reishi mushrooms. Uh, and then it says something from our friends at Myco Matrix and mushroom something another. Oh, wow. Yeah, and it was brewed somewhere in oh. Anderson, South Carolina. And he said it's a Carolina Bauerhouse, Shroomperial. And he, he knows his beer, I would say. And what he said about it was, best damn beer I ever had, mushroom stout. So <laughs> there you well, go. I, I like beer. So, yeah, that sounds, that sounds good to me. Sounds good to me, sort of. I like beer and I like mushrooms, but I, I don't know. It might work. I can't imagine it, but but I'm not a, I'm not a beer person. I was no, thinking about really, that. You're not. I, I was going to ask you about that. I just wondered if you had ever noticed, because this just might be my upbringing, but I seem to remember that there really weren't many people who drank beer back in the day. They would... In, instead, if they wanted to drink something, they would go for something that had more alcohol in it, you know, moonshine or something in a, uh, that came in a fifth size. Did you notice that? Like a liquor? Well, that when, I, when I was coming up, there were, there were people that we knew that made corn liquor. Right. And there were people that we knew that made homebrew and not too many people made wine, um, but homebrew is beer. So I guess I knew a fair number of uh, beer makers. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, I think but, it was. But I come from a drinking family. My great grandparents were um, were uh, the the middle person for uh, some moonshining moon activities. <laughs> so. I we were, we were a drinking family. Oh. Still, I'm still a drinker. Yeah. Well, you know that I come from a dry county. Yeah. <laughs> Graham County was a dry county, and I bet you that had a lot to do with why you didn't see many people drinking beer because it's right. beer takes up so much more space. If you're going to sneak up in, and if you've got a little old bat wing bottle with some, you something that carries a punch. Right. You don't need as much of it. Yeah. I bet yeah. that had something to do with it. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, I still, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm like a little old rat terrier with a bone. If y'all know any kind of weather sign things for ice, let us know, would you? Or let me know. Alicia doesn't care. Did <laughs> she is like a, on a bone like I am, but. I'm really curious about that. I had never thought of it before today. There you can look at the sun dogs around the around the sun or something on them, you know, that. So if you got something, let me know. I'd love to know that. That is a good question. And I will ask my mom next time oh, I talk to her. She may know something. And sometimes they would have weather predicting, well, you know, weather by the signs. So mm -hmm. they would be observant yeah. of the animals and how the animals would act and so on. And I know me and you both have noticed how the animals are acting the last few days. So we knew even if, had we not looked at a weather forecast, we could have told you 
that there was a storm coming in. That I know. But man, the old timers, they were so accurate. Oh, I wonder, well, no, ice is different than snow. Never mind. I was going to say there's plenty of weather predictions that have to do with snowstorms. Yeah, that's a good question. Oh, yeah, for sure. We'll, We'll figure it out. If, if it is there to be figured out, we'll get it figured out. And we have good listeners, and they share when they know something. Yes, we do. And we've got listeners right now who are wrapped up in these big old storms. So know yeah. that we are thinking of you. We are hoping that you're staying as warm as you can. A lot of you are either in these rolling power blackouts or you've just lost power altogether. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah, it's just, it's awful to watch. But we have spent these plague years looking at stuff awful to watch. Like one thing after another. Right, right. I, I figured out real early on that I wasn't going to say what now. Right. That just feels like tempting fate. That's right. I am not going to say that. I am not going to do that. I don't want to know what, what now. I just want to concentrate on taking care of everything as I can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so um, so what you got good cooking today? Well, I've been uh, I've been doing a lot of beans lately. Yesterday was Fat Tuesday, so I did red beans, which took forever to cook. Oh. And we were at the grocery store this morning and I got cranberry beans and I don't think I've ever had cranberry beans before. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to make a batch of them maybe tomorrow. I never even I heard of we, we still got a little bit of red beans and rice to finish up today. I never even heard of cranberry beans. Well, they're in the dried bean section at the grocery store. Wow. I'm trying. I'm trying to, because when I was growing up, and I don't know, your mileage may vary, as they say. My my mother made dried beans, and the whole family, extended family, made dried beans right often, especially in the winter. Yeah. I only remember them doing like pinto beans, black-eyed peas, and and great northern beans, which we refer to as great southern beans. <laughs> yeah. And sometimes kidney beans, but not too often. And then we didn't really like lima beans as kids, though I like them now. So I'm trying to experiment with the other kind of dried beans that are available. <sighs> And so I, today is cranberries. So sometime in the next few days, I will make some delicious cranberry beans. Yeah. You'd think they'd be red, but they're not. They look like pinto. I mean, they look like kind of speckled beans. Hmm. Yeah, let me know. I'd be interested. Yeah, I will. It was the same for us. We always had, there was, it was usually pinto beans, but it, there was always some beans on the stove along with some cornbread or biscuits or both. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was a staple, as I say. Well, Miss Byron, I think I'm going to get going. Get out of there. I've got some birds uh, to feed. I'm yep, going to make some do it. When you see my friend, Mr. Gomez, please tell him I said hello. I'm thinking of him and uh, his and his job of trapping the groundhog. Oh, yeah. His, uh, his doppelganger, the groundhog. Mr. Groundhog, I've got my eye on you. This time, it's personal. Groundhog. (laughs) Yep, I think that groundhog's 
seen better days. <laughs> and I'm, I'm with you about thinking about our friends that are in yeah. the path of this weather that have already been dealing with some extreme conditions. And y'all check in with us, please, and let us know how you're doing. Yeah, as you can. I mean, I know a lot of you don't, you don't have power. Yeah. So you're not hearing this or nothing else, mm -mm. but I hope it will be done soon. Yeah. I haven't tracked the weather down there. If I know that system is moving on, but it seems like it's caused an awful lot of damage before then. And then we had a damn tornado down at the North Carolina coast. Right yeah. on the beach there at Ocean Isle, yeah. is what I understand. And that was not a good one. And of course, there was one was, I don't know if this is the same tornado or not, but I've heard Ocean Isle. And I've also heard near Wilmington. I don't know if they're the same tornado or not. Um, I believe so, but I'm I'm not going to swear on that. And somebody, uh, I guess they said that was maybe two or three people died from it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's terrible. Um, I hate hearing, anytime I hear about weather fatalities, I feel terrible. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Me too. So on that cheery note, y'all. <laughs> we always endeavor to leave you smiling. <laughs> yes, we do. Right, you take care of yourself, miss. And you too. Thank you for hanging out. I'm so glad to talk to you. Yeah, you too. I, I will. I'll be so glad when we can actually hang out on the porch when it's oh. warm enough and we're both healthy yes. enough. To yes, do yes, yes. It's going to yeah. happen. It will. Yes, it is. Y'all right. take care and stay in touch if you can. We'll keep putting up all that silliness on our page on Facebook. Yes, we so will. Come and, see us. come and visit. Drop us a line. See ya. See ya. Thank you for spending your time with us here at Weird Mountain Gals. We sure do appreciate it. You know, I know time is the most important thing we have, so I promise that if you take your time to listen to us, we'll take our time to continue to be weird. Many thanks to Sunslice Records for all the help. We couldn't do it without you, Craig. Check out our social media for information, community, or a few laughs. W-Y-R-D Mountain Gals. <laughs>